I'm Molly, and this is Care Experts, brought to you by Care Credit and Pets Best. Together, the Care Credit credit card and Pets Best pet health insurance provide all the financial tools that can help you be the best pet parent you can be. Today, we are in Oakland, California with Dr. Andrew Moffitt. Dr. Moffitt is from Melbourne, Australia, and is the founder and CEO of Vetin Care, a growing group of AHA-accredited veterinary hospitals in the San Francisco Bay Area. Today, we are here with Dr. Moffitt talking about dog wellness exams and vaccines. Thank you so much for being with us today. Um, if we can just start, can you tell us how often should our dogs have a wellness exam? It's a great question. So typically we recommend that adult pets are seen yearly throughout that adult portion of their lives. Certainly puppies, adolescent senior pets may need more frequent visits throughout those stages of their lives. Um, but uh, that would be our general recommendation. Okay, great. And Tell me, why is a wellness exam important for my dog? I think it's important uh, when we see a pet that's sick, we're obviously focusing on the condition the pet presents for. But the wellness exam is important because we're assessing the pet in its normal health state. It allows us to compare it to all the normals to identify potential changes that might alert us that there's a problem. Secondly, we can really focus on all the important aspects of a dog's life that extends their quality and length of life, nutrition, exercise, body weight, all those types of things. And as a veterinarian, what exactly, when I bring my dog into you to have their wellness exam, what exactly is the process of an exam? What are you doing with the dog to understand, you know, check it physically, what, what are you doing? Well, initially we take a really good history to learn about the pet's lifestyle, its nutrition, its exercise regime, whether the pet um, uh, is insured, um, uh, the, the, the sort of yeah, stimulation its environment, its training. Uh, our veterinary nurses will then triage that pet and take all the basic measurements. Then I, as the doctor, would uh, examine that pet nose to tail, a thorough exam, looking at all the different body systems. And then together with the client, we'd outline our findings and then put together a really solid plan to correct any issues we've identified. And then we touch on all the um, rudimentary elements of, of long-term health, reviewing nutrition, exercise, body weight, things like that. Just right, know. okay, makes sense. Yep. And is there anything in particular you're looking for um, when a pet comes in for their wellness exam, uh, bumps or lumps, is there anything in particular you're searching for to like that? Yeah, I mean, as, as a doctor with a comprehensive exam, we're searching for anything abnormal. So um, certainly a bump or a lump would be something that would be abnormal. If it's been identified previously, we might compare the size to determine if there's been change there. Um, typically a bump or lump, we would assess and, and determine what it is. Um, but, you know, common things occur commonly. So just like in humans, we see high incidence of dental disease, obesity, arthritis, skin problems. So I suppose as a veterinarian, when I'm examining a pet, I am identifying those or assessing those areas to ensure that, that um, there's no disease in, in, in those different body systems. Absolutely. Okay, now, so I know not all animals love going to the vet. <laughs> yep. Is there anything that pet owners can do to prepare their animal for a wellness exam? 
I think so, yeah. I mean, it starts when the uh, puppies and kittens are really young to ensure that they have a great experience. So um, we really focus on that behavioural desensitisation training from early on. Um, there's a number of initiatives out there. Our practices uh, endorse uh, Fear Free, which is a concept around removing uh, the fear experience from pets when they when they go to the veterinary hospital. Um, and it uh, makes them easy to examine. It, it uh, also means their clients are less stressed with the experience. So we um, there's lots of things you can do, but from a client perspective, it's really about um, uh, giving your pet positive experiences at the, at, at the veterinary hospital. And the veterinary staff can contribute to that. Treats, if your pet is food motivated, it really helps. Um, the, the breed of dogs that likes coming to the vet the most is probably the Labrador. They literally bound in to see me because they're so food motivated and they know they're going to get a treat. We'll be back with more care experts after this brief message from Care Credit. Thanks to Care Credit, I can take care of my best friend. Thanks to Care Credit, I can smile again. Thanks to Care Credit, I can be confident. Thanks to Care Credit, I can prepare for veterinary care. I can take care of myself again. I can be myself again. I can plan for Cooper's care. I can take care of my pug family. I can. I can. I can. I can have peace of mind. Welcome back to Care Experts. Let's continue our discussion with Dr. Moffitt. Um, okay, so when I bring my dog in for a wellness exam, is this a time I should be asking about optimal weight for my dog and how much I should be feeding my dog? I think so. I mean, nutrition and weight control is a fundamental part of animal health, just like it is in, in, in humans. And so really, as a, as a client, your veterinarian should be um, asking those questions and, and, and helping you understand some standards around your, your pet's um, uh, optimal weight. Um, and so, you know, when, when clients come to our clinics, our veterinary nurse team will be asking some of those questions associated with history taking. So what, what diet are you on? Um, you know, they'll be assessing the body condition score of the pet. Um, they'll be asking about um, exercise routines and lifestyle. So once I've examined the pet, I can then give the client guidelines on um, how they might improve exercise routines or change lifestyle or adjust the diet to set that pet up for a long, healthy life. So um, next question about a wellness exam, because you know when you take your animal in and they're receiving these vaccines, sometimes mm. it's hard to keep track of what they're getting and why or know what they should or shouldn't get. Can you just tell me what um, most dogs, you know, vaccine-wise, what they should be getting um, at each stage of their life? It's a good question. It varies based on region and, and it also varies on different countries and, and, and even within regions, you know, different counties may have some di different recommendations. So in this area, um, we sort of get our guidelines from uh, UC Davis, which is a, you know, an outstanding veterinary school that's local. Um, AHA, the American Animal Hospital Association, has fantastic guidelines for dogs and cats that are updated every, every few years to sort of give us some, some standards on, on which we can base our recommendation. Certainly around here, um, in dogs, rabies is, is mandatory. Um, uh, the distemper hepatitis and parvovirus vaccine is not mandatory, but is, is, is a core vaccine that we would recommend. Um, around here, leptospirosis is really considered a core vaccine as well. 
Um, other vaccines that we consider around here, particularly for dogs that are socialising, which is most dogs. I mean, yes. few dogs <laughs> live at home in pure isolation, but uh, the Bordetella and Paroinfluenza vaccine and there's now a robust uh, uh, vaccine for canine influenza. Okay, great. Um, can you walk me through a regular schedule for, you know, a puppy starting out and at what ages those vaccines should be given? Yeah, so, I mean, um, vaccines can start from as early as, you know, four to six weeks, but typically the protocol that we follow uh, is, is seeing that puppy for the first time at eight weeks of age when they will start their initial series of vaccines. They would then be boosted three to four weeks later. We're usually seeing those puppies as 12-week-old puppies. And then again, they'd get a third booster um, three to four weeks later at around 16 weeks. Now, the reason we do numerous vaccines early on is because when puppies first feed off their mothers, they absorb maternal antibodies. And those maternal antibodies actually destroy the vaccine. It's not until those antibodies wane that the pet will develop immunity. Now, we don't quite know when they wane. It's probably somewhere between 12 and 16 weeks, maybe as late as 20 weeks. So we keep giving vaccines, hoping that one of them is going to immunise the pet. And as a veterinarian, uh, can you describe for me what is, what is the, what does a healthy dog look like? What is a healthy dog or puppy? Well, um, I want to see some real spunk in that, that puppy. <laughs> they should be lively and energetic. They should have good general um, mentation. They should be alert, responsive and bright. Um, they, uh, you know, a puppy should have um, significant outbursts of energy, but they'll also sleep. You know, they're still growing. So there'll be periods of sleep and high energy. Um, I want to see um, a healthy appetite. I want to see good weight gain. I want to see normal urination and defecation. Um, as pets uh, um, get older and move into sort of adolescent and adulthood, their level, their, their, um, their ups and downs of sleep and energy will change. But I'm still looking for a dog that's um, energetic, responsive, bright, um, uh, interested in its, in its uh, surrounds. Um, uh, they're the types of things I'm, I'm looking for. Well, thank you, uh, Dr. Moffat. This mm. has been really educational, and um, I've really learned a lot about why a general wellness exam that seems pretty basic is very important and can change a dog's life. So important, the most important exam a pet can have. Yeah, thank my you. pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for watching. All of our featured care experts recommend and accept the Care Credit credit card, which is accepted at hundreds of thousands of provider locations nationwide. And Pets Best offers comprehensive pet insurance plans that can cover up to 90% of your pet's unexpected eligible veterinary expenses. Together, Care Credit and Pets Best can allow you to provide a lifetime of care for your four-legged family member. For more information, visit carecredit.com. Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week. This content is subject to change without notice and offered for informational use only. You are urged to consult with your individual advisors with respect to any information presented. Synchrony and any of its affiliates, including Care Credit, collectively Synchrony, makes no representations or warranties regarding this content and accepts no liability for loss or harm arising from the use of information provided. All statements and opinions in Care Experts with Care Credit are the sole opinions of the guest. Your receipt of this material constitutes your acceptance of these terms and conditions.